You're listening to the Everyday Astrology Podcast. I'm Hilary Scott, your astrologer, and I'm here to bring you the current planetary conditions. So we are in a pretty tumultuous week. We actually just had the sun move out of Capricorn into Aquarius. I just had a thought that it's interesting that the sun never goes retrograde and all the other planets do. Very interesting. Um, Basically what that means is it does give it a big shift from the Capricorn kind of stodgy workhorse government kind of rule into the Aquarian freedom-seeking sort of all-for-one and one-for-all humanity, humanitarian kind of energy. Also, genius energy comes from Aquarius. Definitely being kind of on the fringe of the flock and and ahead of their time, possible kind of way showers and often more concerned about the good of the whole than specific relationships within the whole. So it's kind of looking out for humanity on a grander scale. So that'll be something we definitely feel. Like there's there's certainly um, like a, an electricity shift that goes on. And we are also experiencing the beginnings of the Mercury retrograde too. It doesn't happen until the end of the month. I think it's actually, let me just see here, the 30th, it goes retrograde. But we're already in the shadow period where it's starting to back up and lose, you know, it's not forward moving anymore. So just be aware of that. If you have any sort of specific things you need to do, watch out for your electronics, your communications might not be all that clear. It could be a good time to connect with people from the past that maybe you have unfinished business with. That often happens in Mercury retrograde. Sometimes you find things that you've lost. That happens to me all the time, which I super appreciate. Things that you didn't even really know you lost or you forgot you lost suddenly will reappear in Mercury retrograde. So it's a good time to go looking. And also relationships that you might want to connect with. Also a good thing for Mercury retrograde. But mostly it's an important time to do your reviewing, go over the territory you've covered in the last three months and make sure that you are making the right moves or that you're connected appropriately to the to the decisions you're making and the the paths that you're attempting to follow. That's what Mercury does best. It allows us some insight in retrospect. So just keep that in mind. It's not happening yet, but we are going to start to feel the effects of it. So the 19th, the sun goes into Aquarius and the 20th is a crazy day. It's a very... um, We're already feeling it on the 19th, but the 20th, Mars and Uranus will be conjunct in Taurus, which means they're sharing the same, the exact same space in the sky. And it can give like this very electric, unpredictable, possibly because Mars can be like the warrior energy. So it could, it could relate to violence. It can relate to like protesting any sort of kind of fighting the man would be an interest, like it would make sense with this combo. Because Uranus is very much a freedom seeker and it wants to liberate. And it comes along after Saturn's been so busy, like making everything the same and says, wait a minute, life is nothing if we just stay the same all the time. The only thing that can be counted on is change. So with Uranus conjunct 
Mars like that on the 20th, which is the inauguration, which I find super interesting. That's pretty explosive. So I I kind of think, you know, everybody's expecting some kind of crazy violence. Apparently there's like thousands of troops being deployed all over the U.S., which is odd for um, an inauguration. But especially because I heard the inauguration is going to be like, there isn't going to be people attending it. It's actually all going to be virtual. So that makes even less sense, really. But it is definitely kind of an electric, unpredictable energy. So, I mean, what could it be? That's the thing about Uranus is you try to, even though you know it's unpredictable, you can rarely predict the unpredictable. It's so unpredictable. How unpredictable is that? So just beware, you know, go slow, stay grounded, do your deep breathing exercises, eat grounding foods, root vegetables, garlic, onions, beets, carrots, even parsnips if you have a taste for those, turnips. I mean, gosh, there's so many root vegetables you could eat. It's just never ending. And eating them will help you, your body be grounded on earth, which is more uh, like will help you not, you know, trip or fall and hit your head or get in a little fender bender. It can, Mars related to Uranus can often relate to accidents of some kind. So you just want to be careful. You just want to have some forethought. Maybe avoid traffic or dangerous places or arguments with people that you might have an argument with. <laughs> could be tricky. Could be a tricky day for that. The moon is also going to be, that day will also be squaring, which is like so much, really. The moon will be squaring Pluto and also the sun and Jupiter. And Uranus is coming into a square with those planets the next day too. So it's, it's really laden with conflict. <laughs> That's really the only way I can say it. Those couple days are pretty crazy. They've got like a square, it it forces action, but it's also can be a very thwarting energy, especially when Saturn is involved. Um, Pluto is there as well, being squared by the moon. Yikes. Yeah, I, it's hard to look at that in any sort of positive way, except for that there will be growth. There will be change. There will be forced action of some kind. And that's the thing. Squares do create growth. So it's, I guess it's better than stagnating. So we'll have to see, just be careful that day. And and even on the 21st also, that's the, the moon will conjoin with Uranus and Mars and also square Jupiter that day. That's a lot. <laughs> that's, that's just, and Jupiter kind of like even exaggerates it all when it's connecting in, in a way like this. So Pluto wants to transform in, like, dig it up from the roots, expose all the secrets, where the body's buried. And Saturn is like, I don't know, Saturn can be, it's such a downer. It's, it can be so, I mean, on one hand, yes, it gives you discipline and fortitude and focus and, and all those kinds of things that make success in the world. But it can also, like, stifle emotional expression you know, be frozen of any feelings, so very cold in in relationship. It's not the, you know, it it wants the hard work that needs to be done to be done, and it's not interested at all in just sort of throwing over the status quo, which Uranus very much is. So there's there's kind of like a battle of the wills or yeah, it's it's tricky. It'll be interesting to see because we haven't had these days yet. So it'll be interesting to see how it all turns out. 
guess we can talk about that next week. Um, we do actually have it like things kind of lifting, which is nice because the moon will go into a trine with Venus and and will also trine um, Pluto coming up on the 22nd. That gives us sort of uh, like ease and understanding and integration. It's also sextiling Neptune that day. So possibly like art and spiritual understanding and an opportunity to heal maybe even but from a spiritual sp- perspective like spiritual understanding and things like that can come out of it so that's kind of nice on the saturday the 23rd again this is a mixed bag kind of day the sun and saturn will be conjoined yikes the sun and saturn in will be conjoined in aquarius and yeah again saturn is like heavy if you need to get anything done or if you have work to do, this is the time to do it. Because any way you can combine your like identity with your work on this day, you can get so much done. So do think of it that way. It can also like bring up grief and sadness. There might be a lot of, you know, there might be a lot of grief in the world that we have to integrate or sadness in some way that that makes it, you know, a, a heavy day instead of a a joyful one, which there is actually potential for a joyful day because we do have um, Neptune and Venus in a sextile together. The moon will be trining the sun and Saturn and Jupiter, which gives it kind of like, this is an opportunity. This is luck for us. This is, you know, we've earned this kind of thing. So it'll be interesting. I mean, I guess it's always interesting, but this particular, this is, you know, powerful stuff. It's a pretty heavy week as far as as far as 2021 goes. It's it's definitely maybe the the real kicker. Um squaring Mars squaring Jupiter again that there's that I guess it's kind of like cross purposes. Jupiter is like expanding everything and and wanting to kind of move forth into the future and Mars is in Taurus which is very much like Taurus really has a hard time changing. It wants to stick with the status quo. And when it is required to change, <clears throat> it's often like does so with its heels dug in and, and in not a very kind of cooperative manner, or it arrives at the need to change on its own and then is able to move forward. It can never be told to move forward or pushed to move forward. Mars there is just firing up all those traits so yeah, that's um, going to be interesting too on the 23rd. The 24th is a square between Neptune, so we're not going to be seeing anything clearly. The moon and, and Neptune will be squared. That's tricky. It makes us kind of tired and confused and maybe just weary of all of the, the kind of burdens that we've been experiencing. The 25th Monday, we actually have a nice trine between the moon and Mercury. So your head will be thinking much more clearly. There's still a little bit of hang up with Pluto and Saturn, probably because we're all being forced to change. We're all being pushed into something and and we can't just ignore it anymore. That's the thing Pluto's so good at. If you've been ignoring your troubles, Pluto's going to come along and like kind of rub your nose in them essentially because we can't just, you know, if there's a wound and it hasn't been dealt with, it's just going to be festering and it's polluting the whole system but once you kind of express it and kind of squeeze the pus out, then you can start to heal. So if you have anything like that that needs to be 
pushed forth into the world, that's probably going to go on this week. So good luck with that. It's good though. Like even though things are hard, we always have these moments of clarity and we always get these moments of spiritual understanding if we look for them, if we open our hearts for them. And as long as you kind of can stay focused on your own growth and evolution and forward movement and health and all those things, keep focused on your vibration and what you're offering to the world and and how, you know, even your visualizations for the world kind of breathe light around it, protect everybody and everything because there's some really heavy things going on on the planet right now. And hopefully it's not just a matter of, you know, like the the light will prevail, but we're able to integrate all these sorts of changes and everything that we're all under in a very smooth and holistic and kind of happy way. So fingers crossed, stay in your heart, breathe deep, eat well, take care of you, give yourself lots of love, and then you'll be able to be there to spill that love out to others who need it from you too. It's important, the most important. So that is it. Thank you so much for listening and many bright blessings for a tumultuous week ahead. 